Hi, this is the Kevin Bass Show. In this podcast, I'm going to be discussing the latest new trends, investigations, discoveries, and controversies in the fields of health, health science, nutrition, fitness, and medicine. I am both endlessly overjoyed by the discovery of new knowledge and incredibly happy to share it with you, but also relentlessly critical of anything that is unlikely to pan out or unlikely to be true or useful. Through this dynamic interplay, I make this podcast one of the most intellectually exciting and vibrant among any in this space, both tremendously respected as well as reviled by other prominent health influencers and popular media icons. I draw upon my extensive network of scientists, influencers, thinkers, and thought leaders to bring to you a distilled version of what I believe is the proper take on the latest new ideas and trends in these fields. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to The Kevin Bass Show. A bit about my background and a disclaimer. I have uh, nearly 20 years either studying medical science or being in a laboratory conducting medical science. Nonetheless, I am only a MD-PhD student. I'm not yet a medical doctor. And even if I was, nothing that I'm discussing here would be medical advice, simply a interpretation of the medical literature by a person who reads voraciously and thinks incessantly about how to think about scientific problems and their practical application to health. Correspondingly, you should only take this as such, and always, if you have an idea that you take from this podcast that you want to apply to your own life, you should always talk to your doctor before doing so, and never construe anything you hear as medical advice. And with that, enjoy The Kevin Bass Show. What's up, guys? Here, I want to talk about PR Lotion, the supplement product offered, promoted by the company Momentus, who currently and recently formed a partnership with Huberman Lab. As you can see here, Momentus announces a multi-year partnership with the Huberman Lab podcast and Dr. Andrew Huberman as a scientific advisor. Leading neuroscientist joins high-performance company to grow product portfolio and continue and promote continued innovation. Okay, so after I learned about this press release, I was interested in what Momentus did, and that's how I stumbled upon PR Lotion, its flagship product, PR Lotion. And here, if you just do a Google search for PR Lotion, you see, welcome to Momentus, the home of PR Lotion. That's from an ad on Google. And then you can also see um, the description. It says PR lotion unlocks the natural electrolyte bicarb. It's going to be sodium bicarb, the same thing as baking soda. Natural electrolyte bicarb to help you make training gains, performance, nutrition products to optimize your active life. Number one, selling in pro sports, trusted by top performers, formulated with top minds, types, running, cycling, marathons. And here you can see in Living Momentous, uh, the first search results, the description says, PR Lotion is the only training tool that effectively delivers game-changing bicarb to the muscle, unlocking incredible power and endurance gains. So I decided to go look into this 
does PR lotion do what they claim it does? The first things I decided to do is I looked at their uh, learn section. You can click on the learn section, go to product education. And then there are a couple. Do, 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 do. There are a couple on the second page, blog entries, one called results from PR lotion study at the University of Oregon, and one called Yukon shows how PR lotion keeps you hydrated in heat and humidity from University of Connecticut. So let's go to those. We'll first go to the Yukon one. It says Yukon study shows how PR lotion keeps you hydrated in heat and humidity. Uh, it says, you, you may be aware that PR lotion helps keep you going for longer and harder, for longer during training, and reduces next day soreness. So I clicked on the link to find, you know, what I should be aware of. 404 page not found. Okay. <clears throat> clicked on the next link. 404 page not found. Okay, well, uh, page not found, page not found. Then I clicked on, you know, I looked for Robert Huggins. That's actually a link. It's a Twitter page, University of Connecticut Corey Stringer Institute. It's actually just a link to the Institute. So there's actually no link to this study about better hydration from PR lotion. There's literally no link at all to the study anywhere on the page. Okay. And I looked about for this on the internet. I couldn't find anything on the internet. I couldn't find anything. Just this press release about the study about PR lotion released by Momentus. Well, that's interesting. If it's a study that shows really profound effects of PR lotion, then it should be available online or on PubMed or somewhere in some journal, but it's actually not, which suggests that the results aren't what they're purported to be on the website. Most likely, because if, you know, the results were very strong, then it would get published in a peer-reviewed journal. It suggests that the results are not strong. Okay, fine. Well, maybe it's not that study that's going to show us anything, but maybe this other study results from the PR lotion study at the University of Oregon. I'm going to click on that study. And again, a press release with no... uh with zero references. There's this one footnote here. Okay, cool. So I'm going to click on that. And it's going to take me to the bottom. This John Halliwell, Effectiveness of Transcutaneous Delivery by Proprietary Cream for Human Performance, University of Oregon Department of Human Physiology, 2021. Okay, well, if I go Google that title, I can't find anything about it on the internet. So the conclusion is, is that this increases your buffering capacity. Uh, it says the Oregon and Yukon studies have broken new ground, demonstrate the efficacy of transdermal sodium bicarbonate solution via PR lotion, which eliminates the GI issues associated with oral bicarb intake. Okay. Um, so whether you're an athlete, blah, 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 PR lotion can become an integral part of your high-performance routine. Okay, well, that's nice. Well, let's look at some other links on this press release. 404, page not found. Okay, so I was starting to wonder, why is it that um, 
Here, let's look at another one. 404 page not found. So why is it that none of the links work to actually show the results of the study? And again, the study says, you know, it, it uh, reduced acidity, serum pH was increased, more serum sodium. So it, it suggests that there was an absorption of the PR lotion, suggesting that it, it worked. Right. The idea is that the PR lotion, by replacing sodium bicarbonate, oral sodium bicarbonate, and you put it on the skin instead of ingesting it, you can absorb it through the skin. If you can show that you absorb it through the skin by showing a reduction in acidity and an increase in sodium in the blood, then you're showing it's actually being absorbed through the skin. Okay. But why is it that I can't find any of the results online for any of these studies? Why is it that no matter where I look, I just click on a link and it's 404, nothing shows up. So I went to check out, uh, I Googled and I found this page by Peter Atia, this blog post published in March, 2022. And he said in this post, he says, I recently, I recently received a link to a blog post. Okay. This blog post, looks like a blog post. 404 page not found. Okay. Uh, with such gobstopping results that I must admit my initial reaction was this seems too good to be true. The title of the study is PR lotion significantly improves high intensity interval performance. Specifically, the study found more than a 20% improvement in high intensity interval training to exhaustion in the study of competitive cyclists. <clears throat> so coming on the heels of a clinical trial by San Diego State, Mark Kern. Okay, let's click on the study link. 404, page not found. Uh, basically, PR lotion is awesome. But of course, 404, page not found, right? Mm, that's interesting. So what Peter does is he basically breaks down the studies that are no longer to be found anywhere uh, after his post. And again, this is in March of this year. So that's interesting. He breaks down the studies and he basically, let's just get to the cut to the chase. He basically says, these studies are um, harking another more, uh, maybe assertive term would be p hacking. So you take, uh, many different findings from the study. Um, some of them by statistical chance are likely to be statistically significant. So you just take those findings and then you blow those up and put those on presentation posters on, uh, blog post, etc. And so basically his blog post, Peter's blog post is about how essentially, um, these studies were essentially p hacking the data to show a result that was strictly, probably strictly due to chance showing a benefit to these supplements to PR lotion. So this is why when you look at the links, I believe this is when you look at the links, everything's gone now. You can't find any of the studies anymore, probably because of Peter's post. So Peter basically eviscerated the PR lotion, and now you can no longer find the studies. So I, I, I thought, okay, fine. Is there anything that works here? Is there any link that works here? You know, blog post. 
nothing, right? Just like 4-4, nothing works, but there are two links that work. So on ResearchGate, I'm assuming these can't be taken down. On ResearchGate, there are some poster presentations. <clears throat> um, there's two related poster presentations, and this is what he picks apart. They basically present a couple results from certain time points and only certain outcomes that showed statistically significant improvement compared to placebo. But if you measure, you know, 50, 100 different things, you're going to get some of those. So that's what Peter's point was. If you only see two outcomes, you don't see all the data, then it's essentially p-hacked, right? And you see that for most of the, the, the both of the posters. That's the, 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 the basic idea. Now, again, that's a very crude way of putting it. Uh, maybe some would say it's in a pretty inflammatory way. I would say it's a kind of an inflammatory way. But look, if, if, if this, um, if this is all that it's turned out to be, momentous is PR lotion. If it's all that it's turned out to be, then these poster presentations from May 2018, and from, let's see if I know when this one's published. Both were put, put, uh, in May 2018. Okay. They're both put up on May 2018. This is now September 2022, four years later, four and a half years later. Both of these pipe papers would have been published. This research would have been published. In fact, there's now research from San Diego State, from University of Connecticut, from University of Oregon, right? Nothing's published. In the blog posts announcing the publication or the, the conduct of these trials are now removed. So it really makes you wonder what happened here. And is this legitimate research? It's kind of like how I say, like, p-hacking might be the right word to use because nobody's going to publish this. Is that the reason why? Because of p-hacking? But it just so turns out that there was a paper published by a group out of Australia, not funded by Momentus. They did an independent study. They said topical sodium bicarbonate, no improvement in blood buffering capacity or exercise performance. And what they did is they used PR lotion, right? They used PR lotion and they compared it to top to uh, oral bicarbonate, sodium bicarbonate, which has been shown again and again to improve performance. It just has some gastrointestinal effects in a small minority of people. So they had two experimental trials for study A. There's two studies, study A and B. For study A, there's two trials. So two studies, two trials in study A. Study A and study B, two trials in study A. Oral bicarbonate or PR lotion applied 90 minutes prior to a cycling task to exhaustion. And they looked at lactate. Um, and then they looked at that during on a time course. And then in study B, uh, sorry. Yeah, so the two trials were, everybody did either oral bicarbonate or PR lotion. So they did both of those, one trial for each. Everybody in the study did one trial for each. So they did the oral bicarbonate 90-minute trial, or they did, and then they did the PR lotion 90-minute trial. Okay, so that's the two trials. Study B, then 10 cyclists, triathletes, two, again, two trials. 
<clears throat> and then they uh, applied either PR lotion or placebo 30 minutes prior to a cycling performance task. Okay. And they looked at uh, capillary blood samples. So the results in study A, pH and bicarbonate were significantly elevated from baseline after 10 minutes of the oral sodium bicarbonate. As expected, as you take oral sodium bicarbonate, it raises your pH bicarbonate levels. It, it increases the buffering capacity of the blood, which reduces the acidity, which makes it the performance better. Okay. And um and there was no elevation in the PR lotion condition, meaning no elevation of either bicarbonate or pH, meaning it didn't increase the blood buffering capacity, meaning it wasn't absorbed into the skin systemically. PR lotion wasn't. Um, there's no difference in cycling time between PR lotion and the sodium bicarbonate. This may have had something to do with uh, although it looks like the bicarbonate had a non-statistically significant in increase in cycling time, so time to exhaustion, so better result. But it wasn't statistically significant. It's quite a small difference. It's probably because you just didn't have enough participants. It's only 10, 10 participants, okay? So it's not enough participants to detect a difference. But in general, we know from the other research, there tends to be a difference in performance from sodium bicarbonate. It's like a well-established fact. It's just it wasn't detected in this study because there weren't enough people. Okay, but then they look at study B, and again, there's no difference in blood parameters, mean power, or peak power between the conditions. And so P the conclusion is that PR lotion was ineffective at altering blood buffering capacity or enhancing performance in either trained or untrained individuals. And you guys can look at the, some of the figures if you want. As I, as I point out, here's the, the title. You can find this on ResearchGate. So it's hard to get on um, through PubMed or through the website because the website is is has a paywall and a lot of universities don't be, aren't able to get through the paywall. I'm not. But it's on ResearchGate. The PDF is for free on ResearchGate, so you can get it there. You can find here very clearly, you see the graphs, the bicarbonate, and I believe this is study A. Bicarbonate, you see an increase in bicarbonate in the uh, oral bicarbonate group, but then just nothing, no change for baseline. And then you have the exercise, and both of them drop, but bicarbonate drops more in the PR lotion group than in the oral bicarbonate group, which shows that oral bicarbonate is superior for blood buffering capacity than PR lotion. PR lotion probably doesn't have an effect on blood buffering capacity. Okay. Same goes for pH. So you get an increase in pH in the bicarbonate, oral bicarbonate group, but then no increase in the PR lotion group, same as baseline, and a, a much larger drop in the bicarbonate, or sorry, in the pH in the uh, PR lotion group, showing, in other words, that there's uh, uh, no buffering capacity of PR lotion. It doesn't, it's not absorbed systemically. Same goes for uh, blood lactate. Actually, it's uh, pretty similar. There's slightly higher blood lactate in the oral bicarbonate group, which actually makes sense because if lactate is uh, acidic, then your body can tolerate more blood lactate. Your body can tolerate more lactate whenever you have more basic blood. 
So this sort of supports a performance enhancing effect potentially. At least there's bio, it's consistent with the mechanistic understanding of how, uh, blood lactate and lactate with respect to training should increase on oral bicarbonate versus PR lotion. If PR lotion is not systemically absorbed and it doesn't improve buffering capacity, it's perfectly consistent in the mechanistic data. No difference as pointed out within chemocycling time, but again, the chemocycling time was slightly higher in the oral bicarbonate group, which is, uh, which is consistent with the hypothesis and the idea that oral bicarbonate is absorbed, whereas PR lotion is not. There was slightly more, I'm not sure if anything was statistically significant, but there was slightly more gastric distress, like GI distress, gastrointestinal distress on the oral bicarbonate, which is, again, the downside of oral bicarbonate, which you tend to get a little bit more GI distress. I've used it. I've never gotten GI distress, but a small minority of people do. And um, yeah, there's no difference in power or peak power between placebo and PR lotion. Okay. There's no difference. So there's just a difference from the Wingate in this specific uh, trial design. You can see here the, the pH bicarbonate lactate concentrations, very clear. Um, yeah. So let's look at uh, practical applications. There's robust evidence in the literature suggests that when carefully planned oral bicarbonate supplementation between 0.2 and 0.4 grams per kilogram body weight can improve athletic performance by 2 to 3%. So that's good. The current investigation failed to observe any changes in blood buffering capacity resulting from topical sodium bicarbonate, that is the PR lotion application, in a concentration equivalent to 0.3 grams per kilogram body weight. So what we would expect to improve athletic performance. And there's no ergogenic effect on performance. It wasn't evident. Given these observations, we advise that oral ingestion rather than topical application of sodium bicarbonate remains the preferred supplementation method for increasing blood buffering capacity and potentially improving performance tests one to seven minutes in duration. So it sounds very good for jujitsu, actually. So uh, our matches are between uh, four and six minutes usually. And, uh, you know, and, and a match in ADCC would be 10 minutes. I believe IBJJF is uh, 10 minutes as well at the black belt level. So it seems like something for me to look into for getting a 2 to 3% increase in performance. I'll be 2 to 3% better. Might make a difference at the, at the highest level at the, at the, at the uh, if things are neck and neck, and hopefully they're not that close. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. I might actually start the oral bicarbonate, sodium bicarbonate, drink, eating that baking soda or drinking it in water before a match, uh, maybe 30 minutes before. But yeah, uh, it looks like it doesn't help. <laughs> I mean, the uh, the topical doesn't help. The PR lotion doesn't help. So I won't be using that. I'll be using oral sodium bicarbonate and not the topical PR lotion. And it says, accordingly, and given the recognized GI issues that accompany the use of this supplement, athletes should aim to individualize their supplementation protocol in an attempt to maximize the ergogenic effect while minimizing GI discomfort. In other words, uh, before you actually use this for training, or not for training, for a competition. You should use it during training. Before you use it during training, you should just use it during your everyday life and, and try to see uh, if, it, if it affects. Like, So maybe you have a weekend off and you, you want to test it. Test it during that weekend. If you have no distress, no GI distress whatsoever, 
then test it uh, on a training day, then do it many, 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 many training days. Make sure you're really accustomed to it. Uh, I'd say like 10 to 20, at least 20 training days. Like make sure you really are completely fine with it. Then on competition day, you can use it. And then you should tweak the amount that you take. So if uh, 0.4 is too much, 0.4 grams per kilogram is too much for your GI distress, then you can go down to 0.3 and then maybe even down to 0.2 and still see some benefit and play around with that on your training days as opposed to your competition day. Don't use it for the first time in your competition day. That's what it's saying. <laughs> in a nutshell, that's that's the practical application uh, that a sports person would uh, would recommend. Uh, however, as, a di- as any dietary supplement, as with any dietary supplement, consultation with a sports nutrition professional strongly advise prior to inclusion in an athlete's nutrition plan. And I advise the same. Talk to a sports nutritionist. But if you're just a recreational person, um, uh, uh, according to the literature, something like this is something you could try. It's not something uh, that I would advise until you talk to a sports nutrition person. So don't do it unless you talk to a sports nutrition person. Talk to a sports nutrition person first. And certainly don't ingest more than 0.4 grams per kilograms. And I would also say uh, it would make sense. It would make sense to start at 0.2. And if you have any medical issues or anything like that, then don't, don't touch it. And then talk to your doctor. Talk to a sports nutritionist first. Okay. Uh, conclusions in both studies, we found no evidence for PR lotion to improve blood buffering capacity or enhance exercise performance, suggesting that sodium bicarbonate has limited transdermal absorption capacity into the water circulation. As such, a greater understanding of the proposed mechanism, mechanisms by which sodium bicarbonate is thought to cross the skin barrier is required before PR lotion can be considered as a viable alternative to oral sodium bicarbonate ingestion. So there's no good evidence for PR lotion. Uh, you should try oral sodium bicarbonate. If you use PR lotion instead of oral sodium bicarbonate, you might be un, uh, foregoing a competitive advantage that you would otherwise have if you actually use oral bicarbonate instead of PR lotion. Other people, including your competitors, might be using oral bicarbonate and not PR lotion. They might have an advantage over you uh, because PR lotion hasn't been shown to work. It doesn't improve the blood buffering capacity and it seems to have no effect on sports race performance it seems that when peter published this post uh uh possibly the the pr lotion people took down their their data all their stuff again you go to the white paper summer results from white paper you go to his post summer results from white paper <clears throat> again page not found 404 okay so uh that's my take on it um personally i think this this new paper, and he mentioned this uh, in parentheses, it shows it's ineffective at altering buffering capacity. I think this paper showing it's ineffective at altering buffering capacity shows that the proposed mechanism by which PR motion, lotion should work, the proposed mechanism, uh, it doesn't exist. So if it works, it works through some other mechanism besides being absorbed as uh, sodium bicarbonate, which I'm not sure what that would be since it is topical sodium bicarbonate. Right. If it's if it's not absorbed into the blood, it can't possibly work as an alternative to oral sodium bicarbonate through that mechanism. So I don't know what mechanism it would be if it's not getting absorbed. That that's sort of like my take on it. Uh, so I don't really care what. In some ways, I think 
for this mechanistic plausibility is really important because we don't have any good clinical data showing an improvement in performance. We have some cherry-picked data, some p-hacked data, and we have some negative data actually for this 2020 trial showing that there's no improvement in performance. And actually, there's maybe a slight statistically insignificant improvement in performance in the oral bicar, but not in the PR lotion group. And in that context of not having any uh good clinical trial data showing clearly that there's any performance benefit, looking at the mechanism showing that the mechanism doesn't hold up either, I think is actually pretty informative. So that's where I'm actually going to, going to come down on, on this particular topic. And, uh, I think it's pretty telling that they took down all the studies off the website, they took down all the press releases, the white paper, all that stuff. It's pretty telling. Uh, I would be pretty, pretty cautious about this supplement and about claims made uh, by this company about the supplement. With that, that is my review of PR Lotion, uh, all the available literature online. Uh, my look at the science, clear, blunt. I hope it was useful for you guys. If it saved you money, if you uh, find that you're not using PR Lotion because of this particular podcast episode, it might be useful to send a donation because, you know, PR Lotion is pretty expensive. Let's look at it. It's pretty expensive at... Uh, yeah it's like 55 dollars for a starter kit 89 for a level up kit and then there's like a buy four get one free 100 almost 200 dollars um so you can spend hundreds of dollars on this stuff um and so if you could just send a donation if i helped you to decide not to buy it you could send a donation to me to like you know thank me and spend end up spending less money some of that money that you would have otherwise spent you become a patreon subscriber you could also just send a direct donation i don't know 20 50 dollars uh the starter kit is 55 so maybe 50 dollars would be good 25 dollars would be fine 20 dollars would be good so that would be cool if you could do that and um yeah and i hope you guys my long-term subscribers like this i hope people in general find this useful peace I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please check me out on patreon.com at Kevin and Bass, where you can donate and make this podcast possible. Also check me out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, where you can find my latest thoughts on the latest controversies and findings within health science. Also check me out at the Kevin Bass show, both on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and YouTube. I hope this podcast was useful to you. If it was, please Leave me a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. See you guys in the next episode. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.